Hey friends, this is Holly Spangler at Prairie Farmer, and we've got another Confessions of a Farm Wife podcast for you this week, talking food, family, and farming. We're trying to do these on Fridays now. Do you like that? Does that work for you? Let us know, because we're trying to figure out what works best here. Emily Wavell, my fellow podcaster, and I did a deep dive this week into what's up with the ag advocacy movement these days, who's blogging and who's not, and why, and who's still building relationships. And the million-dollar question, has any of this done any good? So give it a listen. Check us out on Instagram at Emily Wabel and at H. Spengler. And we're on Twitter, too, at Emily underscore Wabel and at Holly Spengler. And if you're so inclined, leave us a little iTunes review because that helps other people find us, too. So without further ado, here is episode number 25. Hey, everybody. So we're back again, gathered around the kitchen counter here. And this time we wanted to talk a little bit about how it's been quieter out in the agricultural world online, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. You know, I had to kind of make a big to-do about taking a step back from my blog because Mm of I'm working now, my job, not I would say a conflict of interest, but I have to figure out how in the heck to work, raise Mm -hmm. my family, and be a good wife. Balance it Yes. Yeah. So besides birthdays, and I wrote about my grandma too, I've just kind of been quiet, but it got me to looking around, and I really feel like... Social media has been much quieter with the whole ag advocacy movement over, what do you think, the last six months? Yes. Year? Yes. And I don't think people have stopped talking. I think Mm -hmm. it's less of a hot button issue. I don't want to say less of a hot button issue. They know where to go to get their information. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I first started blogging, I think people didn't know, I should say people, urban consumers, non-farmers didn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And we've made a voice. So maybe, is that journalism? Does it wax and wane? Yeah, probably some. I don't um, want to call my blog journalism, though, Holly. That's a that's a really well, bad compliment to you, or whatever. Yeah, well, and some of it, sometimes I wonder, is it, you know, I said it seems quieter in social media. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's because we're just not friends. I'm just not friends with the people who are doing it more now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's moved on. Maybe we kind of, maybe everybody sort of has their... Um, Go-to's. Well, or kind of your time where you're really gung-ho doing that mm-hmm. for a few years, and then you're like, eh, yeah. I can't write about Chipotle again. I'm done with it. And you know what? And, they and keep that moves themselves on the sort of yes. to another group of people who pick up that torch and say, hey, I'd really like to start a blog because yes. I'm out of college now, and I want, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe it's just moved on to other people. I'm not sure which, I'm not sure which it is. I don't know. And I, I think also there's just different avenues that people are taking now. Like I just mm-hmm. got an alert that the farmer's wifey, hi, Krista, periscoped. Okay. You know what I'm talking about on yes. Twitter. I think there's different avenues that people are going because it's a little mm-hmm. bit quicker. You're maybe mm-hmm. more. I don't know. I don't know. It's been interesting. I think it's it's been really interesting. Yeah. So doing more of a video periscope. As yeah, opposed video. To writing a blog or, yeah. With all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think also it's time. I mean, there were times when I thought I was really going to go gung ho and be this amazing blogger and research stuff. And I was like, okay, I don't write like that. <laughs> I sit it down and it takes time. Yeah. I'm, and I don't write like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm opinionated. I know that's so surprising, <laughs> but I'm opinionated about it. And, and I also think too, we've seen a little bit of a, I don't say pushback, a little bit of a step back because there are some bloggers out there who are pretty darn opinionated and, and mm-hmm. I don't want to say not very nice, but I'm going to say it. Not very nice about their opinions. I mean, and I, again, respect everybody's space on the internet, but like when you're a voice for something, you need to be careful. You need to know your audience. Mm-hmm. You need to know that there are other people who are doing the same thing as you who might feel a little icky if you mm-hmm. write in a certain way. 
I don't know. Careful with the power that you wield. Yeah. 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 And I, I just, I think too, I started my blog with a pie in the sky that someone's going to pick me up. I'm reading a Glennon Doyle Melton's book and she was picked up and people came to her and wanted her to write a book and blah, blah. I think sometimes you start your blog. Mm -hmm. If you're a a fresh blogger, Mm -hmm. you go, someone will pick me up. I could be the next pioneer. I (laughs) wouldn't want to hear my story. And some people do have that success. And then other people keep writing because they like to write or it's Mm -hmm. cathartic or whatever, Mm -hmm. or they stop because, you know, how many times can you worry about whether you have 50 likes or 500 likes or 5,000 likes, you know, that's just, yes, you find your value in something else. And I think that's kind of where I'm going. I love this podcasting because it also gets us together, right? which is great. (laughs) I'm thinking about painting my toenails with Holly's new nail polish, but, um, there's excuse that we get to call work. There you go. But I just, I feel like though, this is a good way Mm -hmm. of voicing our just quick opinions. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I I, th- I think we're really good in agriculture. And maybe this happens in other fields too. But I think we're really good in agriculture at like tearing each other down. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, yes. You don't farm like me. or you right. don't do like, I just did that in and, a podcast and before though. So. Not surprisingly, we can take that over into the blogs mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. So, you know, so-and-so took my idea or so-and-so whatever. Well, there was that whole list of farm wife things. Remember that oh, farm yeah. wife trait list? Yes. And then he ended up shutting um, that whole thing down. Well, yeah, some random columnist. I don't know if he's a writer. I had never heard of him. Yeah, it was a paper in, where was that? Was it West? It was West. Like I Nebraska. want to say Kansas. Okay, okay. One of you square states. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Holly. <laughs> Hi, Scarlett. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Kansas. You know, in a kind of a small farm weekly paper uh-huh. out there. And he'd apparently written these top ten lists for a year. I was just going to say like decades. Yeah. And they were kind of silly sometimes yeah. and whatever. And he was trying to be funny. And he apparently wrote one that was like, what is it, top 10 traits of a farm wife that goes above and beyond or something mm-hmm. something to that effect. That's probably not the exact words, but holy cow. And <laughs> it were... wasn't the people outside of ag. It was people oh, yeah. with a strong presence online in ag who were coming at him right. personally, coming which is what we don't over. like mm-hmm. doing as advocates. And I guess that is the thing that I'm not liking the trend mm-hmm. is that we are now, we have our stories out there. We have some truths. We're not getting kind of, and this is again, the pot calling the kettle black. We're getting a little smarty and a mm-hmm. little like, <sighs> well, there's some self-righteous. Yeah. And I don't know the guy. I don't know what he usually writes. Maybe he is. There was stuff I read in there that I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know that I agree with Mm -hmm. that. But then I'm also like, I think a lot of that that he wrote probably rang pretty true with my mom's generation. I I was just going to say. And also with me too. I'm not, I don't mind being called a farm wife. Hello. My blog is called Confession (laughs) Farm Wife. So when I read the rebuttals, I was like, listen, right. As a godly woman, I am a wife to my husband. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether you call me a farm wife or not, I am a wife. To my husband. And I don't consider that something sexist. Holy crap. I am like so like a card-carrying feminist in certain ways, you know? <laughs> right. And I think in terms of the whole whether you call each other a farm wife or not. Who cares? I don't, I don't think I can think of anything I care less about. <laughs> I, I, whatever. Be whatever uh-huh. you want to be. Uh-huh. Who cares? Uh-huh. Let's not write a sweeping <laughs> post about here's... Yeah. I don't even care. You want to write a sweeping post? Whatever. But... Who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Don't attack each other in the field. Right. Literally or figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's some of that that, why do we think that everybody has to think the way we do? Mm-hmm. 
why do we think, you know, there was some line in that top 10 list about it was okay. It didn't, didn't mind waiting longer in line at the elevator or something in this truck because gave her a chance to read her romance novel or whatever. And that's what my mom read all the time. Mm-hmm. And she did cross stitch and she did all kinds of projects. And I have taken books in the semi uh-huh. as well because uh-huh. you have some downtime. It may not have been a romance novel, uh-huh. but like seriously, we're quit taking about yourself this. so seriously. That's <laughs> what I would like to say. Quit taking yourself so seriously. And, right. and I think what's also interesting about advocacy in this realm is that we have, we have bridged some gaps. Mm-hmm. We have, created some conversations that are hard and that are now at least the information is out. Mm -hmm. So now our pendulum is swinging back to let's talk to the farmers or let's get our identity again. Mm -hmm. And I think that causes some, some friction. You think like, like the bloggers wanting to talk to the farmers? You mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so. That would be great. We got some, yeah, the adventures adventures of the cat and dog. It's very interesting. Hazel and Mixie. Yes. (laughs) Oh, there goes Hazel again. Oh. She does this bark cow thing just for the visual for for you guys. That she um, every time she does it, her chin flies up and her ears flop, and she's very earnest. She's for real. She's agreeing mm-hmm. with me. I think. Yeah, Don't she's nodding. <laughs> it's a little hard to take her seriously, though. I know she's just so cute. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I'm looking at our list. Who's still working on building relationships? is one of our notes on this. Yes, we did prepare for we this. Did actually prepare. But I think that's something that has changed too. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm talking as much with my urban friends with mm-hmm. questions and maybe it's because their questions are answered. Maybe they have formed their right. own opinions and they're done. Right. But um, we see our friends who are bloggers or, or advocates mm-hmm. for agriculture. I'm sorry. I refuse to say advocate. Yeah. I dislike that word. Tomato. Sorry, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an English person, and that's mm-hmm. a fake word. Yeah. But we see our friends going to different countries, go, traveling, getting you know, right. getting trainings or or whatever, and with large companies with large <laughs> companies that I'd love to be a part of, like Bear. That's just gotten bigger. Yes, holy smokes! <laughs> Hello, Monsanto. I think they're working on building relationships. I think within each other. Mm-hmm. I think they're working on building relationships with other. You know whether it's well, corporate people or whatever. Right. I think it's and, a different relationship that and they're forging. you have to know. I mean, a company wouldn't do that if they weren't wanting something from them. Right. You know what I mean? They're wanting to build a certain relationship. Right. They're wanting to talk about their bee care or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I think you just have to be aware of it. I mean, and it's the same to- thing like when I go on as something as a journalist and, you know, we have various ethics policies, you know, that, you know, we pay, for, I will pay for that trip. You know, my company mm-hmm. pays for that trip, not someone else or whatever. If I go to cover something, mm-hmm. you just have to be aware of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got a story to tell. Right. And an angle. And it could be right. a corporate story. And right. it could be worth telling and sometimes it's not. Right. I mean, that's the decisions we make every day. Right. So. Absolutely. I think it's interesting. It's been, it's been an interesting, I'm trying to think when I started my blog, Jack was yeah, that one. How far back was that? Six years, Did I you? think. Pregnant with him when we yeah. met. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Commodity Classic, Commodity right. Conference. In Bloomington. Yeah, yeah. the Thanksgiving deal. Okay, so that's... It was the first Illinois Farm Family's mm-hmm. You're training. Right. Yeah, so that was 2009, 10? Maybe. Jack was born in 11, so it was 2010. So it's been six, six, yeah. six or seven years. Yeah, I should probably look at that. <laughs> Why can we remember that? And I can't remember, like, a question I just asked my kids <laughs> minutes ago. And they're like, I already told you I didn't have homework. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Um, 
And I think that was kind of the the start of all the uh-huh. blog. I would be interesting interested to look back I to know. see when certain it would be bigger ad like, blogs started. And didn't it wasn't that about the time of um, oh the Yellowtail, Troy Hadrick, Hadrick yes, Hadrick? and Food Inc. Uh-huh. That was a big all that stink. stuff. And the same um, time. I remember one of my first blogs was about um, Suzanne Summers. Was oh on. Yes. yeah, bring Suzanne. it on, Chrissy. I still remember oh that title, <laughs> Suzanne. I think, though, that I, I also, as a blogger and an advocate, have taken a step back t- because I've realized that I've done my work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to change some people's perspective, and I am never going to change some others. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep running on this hamster wheel <laughs> to talk to people about organics who truly believe. Right. And maybe it has made a big difference in their health. Mm-hmm. I want them to be aware of the other side or aware of the other way of farming or blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But... I just have kind of gotten off the hamster wheel. Yeah, and I've, you know, my blog was never an ag, I don't know, blogger, farm blogger. It was never the intent of it. You know, I wanted to share with our farmer readers what was being said about them and different circles and and what was happening with the movement. And if there was, you know, something I was at that you could share some bit of truth, you know, Mm -hmm. how much hormones or whatever Mm -hmm. there is in something. We can, but, um, you know, my job has changed significantly in the last year and a half Mm -hmm. and there's just not time for that right like there once was and I I don't know if it's just something again that just kind of waxes and wanes and you really go heavy into that (laughs) farm blogger thing for a few years Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people did and then and then you'd get a little I don't want to say burnout but maybe a little burnout or you just kind of retired of it well you feel like you're saying this it's because farming is so cyclical and so and you pass the torch on to someone else Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know but I think we have to be careful too because I think we've seen I don't know if you'd say new or younger or less whatever bloggers, you know, that want to make a name and really jump on something. You know, that muck boots thing of however many years ago, people just went bonkers mm-hmm. and started harassing these organizations that had supposedly maybe possibly given money. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just not the right way to go about things. And I think my, I've tried to stay and this is probably why I've like never had a big sponsor or picked <laughs> up by Huffington post or anything like that. But I've tried to stay more like story driven. Like mm-hmm. this is my story. This is right. my perspective. This is, and I think that's the problem I have with this argument in between people who are in the same overarching thing right. Right. is that like, that's that guy's story of what mm-hmm. he maybe saw his wife or mother or something. That's your story. Like I'm not out in the cat a lot. I am. I hardly know what to buy at Sullivan Supply when Joe <laughs> writes a list and tells me the colors of the bottle. I'm not embarrassed about that. That is that is my truth. I'm going to rest <laughs> in my truth. Guess what? He doesn't know what type of moisturizer I put on my face, or he doesn't know what work I do within my job. He doesn't right. understand. You know, and it's not that he doesn't that's want fine. to. That is okay. Fine. I rest in the fact that mm-hmm. I know my stuff and you know your stuff. And if you can teach me something great, and if I don't get it, I can go, you know what? Holly knows. I'll ask her. Like that's, I guess the know-it-allness of advocacy is what Mm -hmm. I have never enjoyed. So here's a question. Do you think it's done any good? Or have we just done a really good job of talking to ourselves? (laughs) That is a really good question. Um, I have a pocket of people who I think have learned something from just my little window. Like you correspond with them or something? Yeah. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. I also have a pocket of people who were farm kids and now aren't, who enjoy the nostalgia of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I forge relationships within the, the community of bloggers or communicators or whatever that has really opened right. my eyes to, 
okay, I do not know what I'm doing. These people are for real journalists and tell stories and research. As far as consumers, I think the best thing that, that it has come out of is those harvest dinners yeah. that have happened, that have been popping up around. Mm-hmm. I was unable to go. Our babysitter got sick. <laughs> um, I heard Knox County's was really great. But then they do an <laughs> Illinois harvest dinner mm-hmm. that I have never gone to, but you have. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of those. Those Illinois harvest dinner was, I can't remember what month. Are we still in Yeah, still <laughs> September. Was it August? I don't know. It was hot. <laughs> it was a storm. It was early <laughs> September. And then um, there was an there was one over at Carthage in Hancock County mm-hmm. during State Knox. Fair. Knox was late August. Late August. Yeah, there like was the one down in my home county in uh-huh. Edwards County in late August. So I think you know the Illinois Harvest Dinner they started. Katie and and Mary and Jenny kind of looked around at what was going on in North Dakota with yeah. Common Ground and mm-hmm. they're really cool. And they did mm-hmm. and said, hey, we want to do that here. And they did it last year. And then I think a lot of counties kind of said, hey, we could do that. Yeah, which I think is totally great. I think it totally is. And and Katie Pratt, we were talking after the one this year and she said, you know, yeah, we're not going to shut down, you know, the idea of doing it again, but we also have to stop and assess, you know, is it needed? If, yeah. if we're doing more county and, and maybe regional ones throughout the state, which is so, it's a smart way to look at something. Yes. We don't ever want to do something just because... It's always been done. Right. Well, and I think too, I think that's kind of goes on to blogging and everything is that like people in my community and my circle feel comfortable asking me questions now because they at least know that I have some perspective or can point them in a direction. Mm -hmm. And I think my scope started, I'm going to be, you know, ambassador to all agriculture. And now I've kind of scaled it back. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of those harvest dinners because... Mm -hmm. So I look around and there were people there at the Illinois one from Hy-Vee, mm-hmm. from County Market, mm-hmm. you know, just local mm-hmm. ones, like the dietitians mm-hmm. that are, you know, at a lot of those stores mm-hmm. now. There were people from community colleges mm-hmm. at Heartland Community College that started up an ag program and they wanted to make sure they knew mm-hmm. farmers and, yeah. you know, had people that they called and wanted to meet. Right. Right. <laughs> and... They had more of a little of a political focus this okay. year because it was halfway close to Springfield. So, like, I sat with Senator Cunningham mm-hmm. from Chicago, who is actually head of the Senate Ag Committee. He's from Chicago? I know, yeah. That's interesting. Illinois politics. But Hashtag. He was a very nice man. We uh-huh. had great conversations. Uh-huh. We took, talked a lot about Senator John Sullivan and the work that he's done and how much he's learned from him. And maybe we're going into this era now where we won't have an Illinois farmer serving in the House or Senate, in the first time in the history of the state of Illinois. Isn't that crazy? Yes, it is. Which also made me, you know, you go, oh, that's not right. But then you think, well, who's running? Nobody wants to because we're such a mess. Yeah. Sorry, we're, I'm very jaded. Farmers aren't running either, so it's hard to get a farmer elected if they don't run. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that. But they're all retiring. Don Moffat is Don another Moffitt's friend of a retiring. farmer. He's and... been there for a long time. Uh-huh. John Sullivan's been uh-huh. there and done good work. So, but anyway... There was, a, there was a group of people. There was a legal counsel. Mm-hmm. The guy who was a legal counsel for um, Senate President Cullerton. Oh. You know, and just a fascinating group of people, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of get to know. And so I kind of came away from the Illinois Harvest Dinner thinking this is a great way to yeah. reach out to local people. Because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of people outside of Chicago who don't understand what we do either. Oh. Who, you know, we need to know and meet, so... And you're going to see them more often. That's the other thing mm-hmm. I think about the local harvest center is that mm-hmm. like Joe sat at a table right. with a Very guy local. who went to my high school. Mm-hmm. He works at hy V. He's the produce manager. And he explained to Joe, he's like, we make all of our money on the outside aisles. All of our money is made that way. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where you're supposed to shop. Well, and that's where I shop mm-hmm. the majority, you know, yeah. dairy, bakery, 
purpose. Mm-hmm. But um, Joe wouldn't have ever met him and wouldn't have ever... And then they sat with the guy who was also the meat counter guy. And he met them through the Knox County yeah. dinner? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And they were very... Str- I think it's also genius. And this is the part that I never get grasped as a blogger with str- strategy. Mm-hmm. I think these harvest dinners and these meetups and whatever, if your strategy is key, we, that's the very first thing we did together was that meetup in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Their strategy was perfection. It was. Yeah. If your strategy and so is, well. if it, and that's how you're going to make an impact. You're not going to mm-hmm. make an impact firing off a snarky right. post. You're going to probably get some traffic for right. sure, but right. then you're going to be known as the girl and you're sitting across the PTA meeting next to a person <laughs> who is anti-GMO and you're supposed right. to play in the carnival with them. And she knows that you grew up a, not, I'm just telling that yeah. from a friend. Right. Hypothetically ha, speaking. Ha. <laughs> yeah. You don't, and I don't want to be known as someone who is a knower of all. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I can't, I can't keep that up. It's yeah. exhausting. Very well said. Anyway. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens next. Yeah. Carry on advocates. Yeah. I passed my torch. <laughs> Not really. I'm still going to write. Yeah. It's a good outlet. It is a great outlet. It's sure. a good outlet. Always. All right. Well, there we go. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Everybody needs a theme song. <gasps> That's right. Hey, let's endorse something, though. Don't oh, you yeah. Think? Sure. I about forgot about that. Yes. Well, go okay. ahead, all. What's yours? I think you should go first. You think I should go first? <laughs> well, I'm going to endorse this book. Oh, this Love excellent. Warrior book. I think um, every... And this is like, I was thinking as I was driving here, like, why would you endorse this book that's made you basically like look at your life and go, Hey, it's not that bad. You know, like every, whether you're in a marriage or relationship or whatever, every season of your life is really hard in some way, whether it's something that you have control of or something that is given to you. This book is Glennon Doyle Melton. She writes for Momastery. She's that author that I (laughs) spoke of who like Mm -hmm. just got randomly picked up. She's a recovering bulimic and alcoholic. And her husband and she, it's the story of their separation. Mm-hmm. And it is so powerful. I mean, she writes raw. She's really big on like speaking your truth, right? Yes. And she's the one she's who's an like, addict. This and, is mm-hmm. this is who I am, and right. I'm gonna just tell the truth and tell the story. <laughs> she talks about that list of twenty five things on Facebook. Remember doing that's that? what got her started, yes. wasn't it? And then she was maybe super on. She looked at her friend's number that. six. Her number six was I I'm a recovering bulimic and alcoholic, and I still crave booze and and whatever. Yeah. Her friend's number six. I love hummus. <laughs> Maybe not exactly the angle Facebook was looking for. Right. But anyway, right. this book has made me, I mean, it's made me look at addiction differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has an addict in their life. Which you deal with in your job. Which I deal with in my job. Mm-hmm. It's also made me look at marriage differently. And, and not like specifically Joe's and mine. It has made me go... Wow, I think I married well. I mean, yes. and he, he didn't marry so bad either. Um, this all could have gone. This much all worse. could have gone much worse. But it also, I mean, it makes you look at like she's real also big on when you're in a season. Like her first one is Carry On Warrior, and mm-hmm. it's a parenting. I haven't read that one yet, but um, she has three little kids. Had three little kids. They're grown up now, but. Um, she says, moms are really big on seize the day, enjoy the oh, day. These right. years go by. And she's like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. don't think of Kronos time. Think of Kairos time, which yes, yes. I've Pick two that. minutes a day that are wonderful and then move on <laughs> to the next, which, oh That's my gosh, good. you've had toddlers at home right. and you're like, I just want to take a bath right. without someone banging on the door. Right. So I really appreciate her honesty, obviously. That's why she's like an Oprah's book club. Person. I was just gonna say she's yeah, big an Oprah's book club. But we but won't hold that against so, her. No, she's so 
like unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. And cause I think we spend our time as women and as mothers apologizing for things that we do, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I, maybe that's just me. I say mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Anyway, it is an amazing book. It is not for, um, uh, children. Oh, <laughs> it's a right. grown up book because right. it talks about porn and harassment as a porn addiction. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how messed up addiction is. I mean, she was a bulimic at 10. Oh. It's also made me refocus things that I'm going to talk to my kids about. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. I think I need to read that. Yeah, I'll give it to you. I'm almost done. <laughs> I've had it for three it days. My way. And look, I'm are like, you serious? Uh-huh. What are you about done? Ravenous. Oh, it's crazy. Well done. It's nice to have a good book. Oh, sit down. It makes yes. me want to go to bed sooner. Because yes, I'm just a. I will like think up projects to do for some yes. reason. Yes, she. It it's good. It's very good. That is good. Okay, well, my endorsement is very different. (laughs) We talked about this a little in the last podcast, but it is one of those things that's kind of streamlined our fall. So it is the uh, styrofoam takeout tray. (laughs) Oh, bless you. Right? (laughs) I just have to throw this in because you can get these at Dollar General for like a dollar package. And there's a Dollar General at every town. I mean, every last small Mm -hmm. town, right? What would we do without that? But um, yeah, we send, I send meals to the field in Mm -hmm. it. I pack them all up here, off they go, done. We take a trash bag along, and I know maybe it's not great for the planet, but harvest doesn't last forever, so (laughs) it's not forever. (laughs) So that's mine. So environmentalists. That's right. Love Warrior and Dollar General Styrofoam (laughs) plates. (laughs) Containers. Perfect. (laughs) So we'll leave you with that, and uh, hope everybody has a great day. Talk to you later. Bye.